A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, Z, O, P, W, X, Y, and Z. Now I know my ABC. Next time we'll just, we'll just sing with me. Yeah, like this. <laughs> this is Jin Thong, a 66-year-old man with white hair and thick glasses. He's a refugee who fled a complex and quite vicious civil war in Burma. He and his family were one of the rare 1% of refugees that gets placed in another country. And they ended up in Nashville. And I had been here about uh, one and a half year. And he's singing me the ABCs because he's excited to be able to teach it soon to his baby grandson. Hey, buddy. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. What's his, what's his name again? Lampi. Lampi. It is a, uh, a nickname. Uh, Lampi? Yeah. What is it? Do you know what it means? Uh, like in English? Uh, like it's, uh, it's a big, uh, big son. He's saying <laughs> big son. A big guy. Yeah, big guy is a big son. <laughs> Jin, who has seen so much in his lifetime, has discovered that even though the door was open to America, there's another door behind that one, and he's pushing with all his might to open it. I have to try uh, uh, speaking English. <laughs> I hope the next two years uh, very, uh, I, I, uh, I will talk through very well to you. Yes. Mm. I think that's going to happen. I mean, you're talking very well to me right now. <laughs> I'm Jacob Lewis, and from Nashville Public Radio, you're listening to Neighbors, a show about what connects us. This is a story about the power that language has and how human connection is bigger than just words. I first met Jin at his apartment in South Nashville. Hello. Hello. Are you Jin? Yes. Hey Jin, I'm Jacob. Hello. I had reached out to various refugee services and somebody suggested I meet Jin and his family. Their apartment is small, and when I walk in, Jin's wife is watching TV. She can't understand any of the shows she watches, but she's pretty much homebound. Jin says that she has hepatitis C, diabetes, and various other problems, so she sits with her feet propped up, watching whatever she can get on the antenna. I really like her socks. Can you, can you tell her that? It's from a hospital. She's wearing bright yellow socks that apparently she got from the hospital. Refugees in the U.S. get Medicaid for the first eight months they're here. She's had to go to the emergency room three times in the past year and a half. Some of those times, they didn't have coverage. Now they have medical debt they can't afford to pay. Their only source of income is from Jin's son. He works at a factory. He's, he's work at uh, oh, Nissan, Nissan car company, yes. J, J, uh, J department, I, I, I don't exactly, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Jin's son lives with his wife and child in the same apartment as his mom and dad. Money spread pretty thin, but that doesn't keep Jin from being hospitable. He offers me a cup of tea. It's made from Burma and made from India. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Try it. You want a little bit? Oh, no, no. Yes. No? Mm, yeah. I have. Is there yeah. like, a, yeah. in America, I say, you know, cheers? Cheers. You know about <laughs> cheers? Is there anything like that in Burma? Oh, yes, we have in Zomi. <laughs> what, do you, what do you say? Uh, 
chess, chess, the, the same. Oh, same? Yeah, yeah. We, we do it. <laughs> gotcha. Well, well cheers, uh, Jim. Yeah. There you go. Uh, test it. Test and. It was uh, very creamy and sweet. What about it? Oh, that's good. Uh, it was very good. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, more sugar, but sweet. Oh, no, it's, it's good. Oh, yeah. It's good. Yeah. As we talked, Jin told me that in Burma, he was a teacher. He taught math and geography. So that explains the two giant maps he has on his living room wall, one of the world and one of the U.S. It seems like there's so much of his experience locked up inside of him from anyone but his family and Burmese friends. I asked him if he ever gets frustrated about not being able to say what he wants to say in English. The thing is, he doesn't know the word frustrated, which turns out, at least on my end, to be very frustrating to try to explain to someone because Jin had to start from scratch a year and a half ago at an ESL program which stands for English as a Second Language. It was a woman at one of these programs that put me in touch with Jin. I'm Leah Hashinger. I'm the ESL2Go program director here at the Tennessee Foreign Language Institute. Before Leah had her job running the ESL program at TFLI, she was at Vanderbilt for a year, creating a program to help refugees live healthier lives in Nashville. And I visited a lot of refugees' apartments and homes and tried to educate them on how to make healthy choices when cooking and exercising and all of that. And pretty much every family said, will you just teach us English? So she volunteered to teach English to refugees. But there was a problem. As we know, Nashville is a hard city to get around if you don't have transportation, and new refugee arrivals don't have transportation. Attendance rates were low in the classes that Leah was teaching because refugees couldn't get to them. So Leah and a coworker came up with the idea of a classroom on wheels. They called it ESL to go. They bought a huge truck, made it real classroomy inside, and drove it to neighborhoods and apartment complexes that housed a lot of refugees. I think one thing people don't know about refugees is they are probably the nicest, kindest people you'll ever meet. Jin feels the same way about his teachers. They teach us kindly, uh, patiently, uh, what to say, I am very, very thank you for them. Yeah. I decided to check out this ESL to go truck to see what a class was really like. I'm Joey. Joey? Yes. Joey King. I'm the driver and the teacher. We were getting the truck and getting loaded up and getting ready to go to class. All right. Let's do it. Let's go. We drove to an apartment complex in South Nashville. We parked on the street and men and women started to show up to class. Joey pulled out a ukulele, and the class began to warm up. Are we ready? A, B, C, D. This is where Jin started his journey to learning English. His first class was on this truck. And now he's graduated the highest ESL class offered by TFLI. But he asked if he could still come to class. He wants to learn more. He says two classes a week are not enough for him to be where he wants to be. He forgets the words and doesn't have any good English speakers to practice with. When the stakes are high, like when he's at the doctor's with his wife, he wants to be able to understand everything in English and be able to ask questions. But first, Jin has to get there. I brought you a bus schedule. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you want to see it? Thank you, yeah. Jin had asked for one on my last visit, so I printed one out. The schedule was really confusing to me, and I couldn't imagine anyone with a limited knowledge of the language to understand it. Fortunately, the Nashville Metro Transit Authority just came out with a new app that makes navigating a little easier. 
Also, fortunately, Jin is pretty good with technology. Do you have a smartphone? Like, yeah, yes. Let, let me, let's look at this. He pulls out his Android, and we start looking. Music City Tracker. So let's do, uh, let's do that one. Music. He types in those words. Yep. City. Music City. Transit, Transit. Tracker. Uh. Which looks like that second one right there. Huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, I see. Jin wanted transit maps not only of Nashville, but all the surrounding areas. I couldn't figure out why. I asked him if he planned on traveling, and he said no. But if he ever did, he wanted to make certain that he could get to a hospital if his wife had a health emergency. Jin's son has a car, but Jin and his wife don't. And Jin can't drive because of a problem with his eyes. And he hasn't gotten that taken care of because it costs too much money. But despite all the barriers that Jin faces, he's still very eager to connect. Find out how he makes that happen after the break. So, uh, left out of here? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Near his apartment, there is a store called the Zomi Oriental Market. Jin is from Burma, but the ethnic group he belongs to there is called Zomi, Z-O-M-I. This store is owned by a Zomi couple. I offered to drive us there, but I wanted to record our conversation, so with my recorder and headphones on, I handed Jin the mic. Did you uh, have... How, how long have been here? Have I been here? Yeah. Oh, um, in Nashville? Yeah. Uh, seven years? Seven years. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a long time. Yeah. Mm. You're going to ask me ask me more questions. I like that. <laughs> what, uh, what else uh, do you want to know? How about your family? Uh, so, I live here with my wife oh. in Nashville. Oh, yeah. And we have two um, dogs. <laughs> yes. Um, and my mom, dad, and sister live in Missouri. Missouri? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know where that is? Yeah. So St. Louis, yeah. yeah, yeah in Kansas yeah. City. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. How far from your home here? From here? Um, Jin learned a lot about me on our car ride. He told me where to turn and pointed out the sign for the market. We park. Are they open? And okay. go in. Jin knows the shop owner, so we chatted up. He explains to her why there's a guy with a microphone in her store. Then he shows me around, pointing out different types of foods. What is that? Lab lab? Bean? Lab beans, yeah. Beans. Ross. Ross. So you can eat that, right? No, no, no. Because no. Of, I like it, but cannot eat. Oh, you can Because of uh, my, uh, my stomach's problem. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we get to an aisle of cans, and he picks up a tin of sardines. Whoa, that's oh. a big can. Yes, yes. This is uh, ready-made for, uh, uh, for, uh, for what to say. For a single man. <laughs> <laughs> Bachelor food. Jin and I were just hanging out. It was fun. We were connecting over a can of sardines. Later in the car, I was curious about Burmese music, so I asked if Jin could sing me something. He started to recite a verse. Uh, pasien, uh, like to sing? Yeah. Oh, pasien and it struck me. Singing to me in a car isn't going to get Jin health insurance. But there is this intangible quality to human community that's essential 
and precious, and I found myself sitting in the midst of it. I had a lot of reservations about trying to do a story on Jin. Because of the language barrier, I have all the power in telling his story. This show is all about my story of someone, not their story. But the potential to get that wrong in this case is so much greater. But that is not a good enough reason not to connect. And Jin and I did connect. And it's because we do speak the same language. Presence. Presence is a language. And present is what Jin consistently is in his English class, to his family, and to his community, for a very specific reason. So you're saying that you want to volunteer to help other people? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yes. To help uh, uh, the younger generation become educated? Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's, it's for our, our goals. So me, receiving people, goal is uh, becoming uh, people and young people uh, educated and help other people. It is our goal. It's the Zomi goal to become educated and help other people. Get to know your neighbors. Jin is your neighbor. Awesome, thank okay, you. Thank you. Thank you, Han. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. Radio Media. Be better. What? Be better. Be better. Okay. Okay, bye-bye. Bye, Jin. I don't follow it. Don't what? Yeah. Uh, I don't take follow it for the car. Oh, you follow me in the car? Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. See ya. And that's Jin. Neighbors is from Nashville Public Radio and produced by me, Jacob Lewis, with production assistance from Bailey Robbins. The story was edited by Emily Siner and Mac Linebaugh. Music by Poddington Bear. And this song you're listening to now is by Dan Burns. For more information on the ESL to go truck mentioned in the story, visit esltogo.org. If you like the show, leave us a rating or review in iTunes. I'd love to know what you think. Also, Neighbors is a proud member of The Herd, an audio collective of six amazing producers around the country with awesome sound-rich storytelling shows, ranging from a show about the night to a show about the intersection of humanity and technology. You can check out all of The Herd shows at theherdradio.com. That's H-E-A-R-D. I'm Jacob Lewis, and I'm reminding you to get to know your neighbors. <laughs>